Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Hey, how about Indiana? Indiana basketball got it done tonight against Marshall. It wasn't always pretty, but it got done, and Trace Jackson Davis did something that nobody has done in an Indiana uniform since March 9th of 1994. This is an Indiana basketball instant postgame. I'm Kent Sterling. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the world. Give him a call. Your teeth need an ambassador toward better health. 317-849-2933 is the number. Trace Jackson Davis scored 43 points tonight in Indiana's 90-79 win over the Marshall Thundering Herd. Wow. 43 points. I don't remember a guy scoring 43 points for Indiana. Alan Henderson with 40 on March 9th, 1994. you got to go back to like 1981 when Ted Kitchell... Had 40, hitting 18 of 18 from the foul line that night. IU, this was kind of a fun game. IU gets off to a five-point lead. They are up 22-17 in the first half. Marshall, they reel off 17 straight, so they go up 34-22. Indiana fights their way back, scoring the next five. What I loved about this game, I love Mike Woodson and how he gets into guys. He is absolutely old school in treating young men like men instead of treating young men like boys. Patting guys on the ass, hey, you'll do better next time, Christian. To hell with that. Tell these guys what is up and how they can get better, and if you do it with a little anger, I think it sticks. I loved it tonight. I thought Mike Woodson was great. He got up in Christian Lander a little bit, And he did the same thing with Xavier Johnson. If Christian Lander wanted to leave Evansville Wrights a year early, which he did last year, and play a man's game, you're going to be treated like a grown man. So that's fine. Now go back, look at the tape, figure out what the hell you did wrong, come to practice tomorrow, play a little bit better. Understand that all Mike Woodson wants is for you to be a better basketball player. And that's why he gets a little upset with you, because you're capable of better than you showed tonight. 
That is what a good coach does and what the, what the leadership in Bloomington has totally failed to understand for like a generation, which drove me crazy. This was a kind of game. I know we, say it, we didn't say it with Jackson State or Louisiana, but this was the kind of game that Indiana would have lost, just like the St. John's game would have lost that game last year. Why? Because Indiana last year found it really, really difficult to get back untracked after they kind of lost their minds. And they lost their minds a little bit tonight. They turned the ball over 15 times. That's too many. And you saw Trace Jackson Davis, despite how splendid he was tonight, that little turnover toward the end where he held the ball out and the guy just slapped it away. You can't have that. You've got to protect the basketball. By the way, how cool was it seeing Trace Jackson Davis play against, I think his name's Christian McKee, Derek McKee's kid playing for Marshall, Dale Davis's kid playing for Indiana. Kind of cool for Pacers fans. Uh, Dan D'Antoni, uh, Dan D'Antoni coaching for Marshall. And so you knew they weren't going to play any defense. And they weren't going to adjust real well defensively, and they didn't. Trace Jackson Davis was allowed to receive the ball on the block and pretty much do whatever the hell he wanted with it. He hit 18 of 24 field goals tonight. Five rebounds, four assists, five block shots. Really, really good night. Is there any way he's not going to be the Big Ten uh, Player of the Week in basketball this week? I don't know. But Indiana's got some stuff, some real stuff they've got to clean up. And, and one of the things they got to figure out, and this is specific toward a guy, and it's a guy who was hard on last week once, that's Race Thompson. Race Thompson has got to have better court awareness than he shows from time to time. There, there was this, uh, a point late in the first half where he and Parker Stewart are doubling the ball, and Race Thompson inexplicably turns his back to the ball and goes over to the block to defend over there. What the hell is he doing? You don't turn your back to the basketball ever, ever, ever. So what did the guy do? The guy did what any offensive basketball player does in his right mind. The guy put it on the deck, got to the rack, scored. You cannot turn your back to the basketball. What are you doing? This will be corrected. And for the first time in a long time, I have nothing but confidence that the things that Mike Woodson tries to clean up he is actually going to be able to clean up. You know, basketball is not a difficult game. I believe that Archie Miller knew everything that Indiana was doing wrong. However, he didn't get it cleaned up. He didn't teach effectively what he knew to the guys he had on that team. I think Mike Woodson is going to get guys to buy in or they're going to sit their ass out. And, And that's going to be the way it is. I love when consequences follow bad behavior, whether that's in basketball or life or whatever. There's got to be some justice, and there's got to be a consequence if you want learning to take place. And I believe there are going to be consequences, and there will be learning. And I feel like Tuesday night, 7 o'clock on ESPN2, Indiana is going to look better than they did tonight going out and playing Syracuse. I love it. The 17 nothing run... By Marshall, you can't have that. If you have that against a good team, if you give up a 17-0 run, you are going to lose that game. In the Big Ten, there are probably 10 teams that are going to make you pay through the nose for a 17-0 run. Uh, nine turnovers in the first half, completely unacceptable. 
End of the half, I told you about that, the doubling and the race Thompson running away. Um, three illegal screens in the first half, two of them by Jordan Geronimo. One of them might not have been a very good call, but you can't do that. You can't just give away possessions of the basketball because you don't know how to set a screen. You get set, you set the screen, and you don't move into the screen. You let the offensive player with the ball read the screen, use the screen correctly. A, a good screen's got two components. It's got a guy setting the screen, and then it's got a player utilizing the screen correctly. If you set the screen, you're pot committed to allowing that player to use your screen correctly, and if he doesn't, that's on him. You cannot move into a screen in order to cut down that distance if the guy you're screening for doesn't utilize you correctly because that is going to be a foul every time. Jordan Geronimo, what are you doing? Um, kind of poor defensive awareness. There were, there were times, and this is Lander too, and this is what you're going to get with a young guy. And Christian Lander should be a freshman, right? He played his first year last year. He's young, and he's going to figure stuff out. But right now he's really, really young, and he's got to he, he's got to process the game correctly. Talent's not enough. You've got to you've got to interpret the game, for lack of a better word. You, you have to feel the game. And and Christian Lander sometimes, and this has been you know last week we were talking about how's Rob Finnessy going to find his way back on the court after he's healthy again. Because Christian Lander looked that good. Tonight, he looked that bad. So, um, 6-0, and go the Hoosiers. Obviously, the first uh, coach to go 6-0 and in his first season. The, the first one to go 4-0, and or the last one to go 4-0, and was Bob Knight. I don't know whether Bob Knight got to 6-0, and but Mike Woodson's gotten to 6-0. and We'll see if he can get to 7-0. and That's going to be a tougher test Tuesday night, like I said, against Syracuse. Let's talk, as long as I got you on the horn, as it were, let's talk about the bucket game. Because the bucket game was just god-awful in oh-so-many ways. Purdue beat Indiana 44-7. to For those of you who bet the over-under, that number was 50-and-a-half. It wound up being 51. What are you going to do? Uh, by the way, Ivan O'Idle yesterday told you Indiana, again, was not going to be able to cover. But to bet both the money line and the spread in order to collect twice and and cover yourself just in case Indiana couldn't cover the 15 or 15 and a half, however many points you you got uh, or gave by taking Purdue. Um, Indiana allowed Aiden O'Connell to complete 26 of 31 passes for 278 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, David Bell, six catches, 79 yards, one touchdown, not his best game of the season. Indiana did a legit job of, of taking him away. Peyton Hendershot, uh, likely his last game as a Hoosier. Too bad, because Indiana's going to need him next year. Um, he is a, uh, a, the record holder in almost every way for a, uh, for a tight end at Indiana. Indiana finishes the season 2-10, 0-9 in the Big Ten. This is not the year you thought that Indiana was going to have. Yeah, they were returning 19 or 20 starters from last year's 6-2 and two team, 6-1 and one in the regular season. They lost the bowl game to Ole Miss to make it 6-2. and two. You thought they were coming back with some momentum. All that momentum went away 
immediately when McFadden got called for what I thought was a bogus uh, targeting call. It got run from the game against Cincinnati. I think Indiana wins that game if McFadden doesn't get thrown out of that game. Uh, but as soon as that happened, this thing really spun on a dime and turned 180 degrees toward misery. And I, I've seen some comments saying, you know, thankfully this season's over. We don't really want to watch Indiana investing three and a half to four hours every single Saturday during the fall during this fall to watch Indiana lose. It was brutal. That was really hard. But every every week, you know, we get on we get on our sweatshirts like you know old dunderheads and sit there in front of the TV and say, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, so now what? they got to rebuild somehow, right? You've got to get that roster right. I, I don't know what the attrition is going to be because of transfers or, or what the graduation situation is going to be or guys jumping to the pros or whatever, but this team is in disarray. They look disorganized, discombobulated, disinterested, frankly, today, and that should never happen in a bucket game. you got one more game to play, right, when the bucket game rolls around. So, you know... Suck it up, sack up, and and go ball a little bit and, and be aggressive. And Indiana couldn't bring themselves to do that this year. A lot of people calling for the replacement of Tom Allen. That is not going to happen, and I don't believe it should happen. Even if it could happen, I don't believe it should happen. Tom Allen, in the first season after signing an extension just this past March, so you know they're not going to replace him. They just signed him to a deal through 2027 that pays him about $4.9 million a year, and Indiana is on the hook for every single dime until December 1st, 2024. Uh, one thing, if you're not a huge fan of Tom Allen, that you've got to like, is that they didn't go to a bowl. If they went to a bowl, another year would get tacked on to the end of this deal. This is one of those deals. Indiana always gets ahead of itself, Right. Indiana said, we got the guy. Scott Dolson saying, well, it's Tom Allen. Let's get one of those fancy contracts for him. So every time he goes to a bowl, we extend this thing by a year so we never have to look for another coach. This is going to be phenomenal. And the buyout is so extreme for Tom that nobody's going to be able to afford it. And Tom's not going to be able to afford it. We're going to have him until, you know, 2040. Tom Allen is going to be the coach here at Indiana University. Woo! Are you? Well, look what you got. You got 2-10, and and you have no ability to maneuver because of that deal at all. So Tom's coming back, whether you like it or not, and hopefully there's a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more organization in a lot of areas and a little bit more productivity in, in all three phases, like all coaches say. We've got to be better in all three phases. Never has that been truer than with Indiana football. Tomorrow, Colts, Bucks, 1 o'clock. We will have an instant post game that will either take place outside Sundays as I get a, uh, a consolation prize milkshake if the Colts lose or a celebratory uh, post game right here from from the home office up here on the far northeast side of Indianapolis. I cannot wait to talk to you then. It's going to be fantastic. Go Hoosiers. Big win tonight. Marshall, you know what? They're not Syracuse. 
They're not in the Big Ten, but they're a hell of a lot better than Jackson State or Louisiana. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.